But I'ma let the music do what it do On our way to the hook, let the music move you Cause, yeah, I make the beat go crazy, go crazy. Yeah, I make the beat go crazy yeah. The bars and the flow so real, they can't play me They need the beats, I make the beats go crazy Let's go. Yeah, I make the beat go crazy Yeah, yeah I make the beat go crazy the bars Ladies and, the and gentlemen, welcome so back to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast I go by Cash, a.k.a. Exec P and with me today, we have a very dope lyricist. And I don't say lyricist lightly. Listen, people, it, it all comes a time and point in your life where people say you too, you're too old to do this or, or maybe you shouldn't do that. That's not right for you. Blah, blah, blah. This, that and the third, man. But but this, this guy I have on the pod today, man, is taking that and, and flipping it and reversing it, man. He, he's, <laughs> he's showing that growing older doesn't mean that you can't do things, man. He's inspiring to a lot of people, whether he knows it or not, man. Welcome to the couch again, Nums. What's going on, good brother? Good, Cash. What's good, man? What's good, man? I'm chilling, man. How are you, man? You looking refreshed? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking good, man. I uh, got back from Mexico a couple of weeks ago, um, putting the finishing touches on another project, you know, podcasting and, and just grinding, man. All right, podcast, grind, another project, man. But but while we here, man, uh, 40, man, happy, happy belated birthday, man. It's, it's settling you. in. It's been about a month or so now, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. So so how you feeling, man, with, with all this wisdom that's bestowed upon you? <laughs> I feel good, man. You know, I don't feel too much different than 39. I mean, honestly, I, I don't feel too much different than 30. I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still working out. I'm still, you know, I'm playing some old man basketball now. You know what I'm saying? I uh, cut the full court out. It's like I got yeah, yeah, yeah. They got my four on four Tuesday nights. Um, that we rocking with just to, you know, get a little extra cardio in. And um, you know, my kids keep me young too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm um, just doing that, and just the resurgence of just um, on, on the musical side, the resurgence of people in our age bracket. You know what I'm saying? That that's been inspiring as well. So um, I'm I'm feeling good, man. Feeling great, actually. Yeah, man, you definitely embracing it, man. And I'm telling a lot of my partners who are I'm 38 myself, man, going on 39 here the next couple months. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I tell a couple of my partners, man, like they sitting around waiting on making music, man, and that that I used to make music with in the past. And I'm like, yo, just go do shit, man. Like, why are you what are you waiting for? Why do you care right. what anybody think? The fans that are that you think are going to be your fans or people, people closest to you may not be your fans. Let me reverse. Yeah. That. So, we can tap into that later because like like part of it, I would say like if we're talking about streams and purchases and stuff like that, like I, I would say I got 75 percent of my fans. I didn't even know before I started rapping. again. Exactly. So you know what I'm saying? how does that feel, man? Like I know a couple of weeks ago you had uh, you had tweeted that, uh, you know, it kind of feels great that you would never think that, uh, you know, when you receive your first check right. for making music, like how did that how does that make you feel? It's just got I mean, I don't do it. For, I don't do it for money. So it's like just to, just to see it, just to see it is, is this crazy? But like just to see that, like you got strangers that I'm talking about from like all over the country. I'm talking about like, you know, when you look at your stats, like I seen somebody from like. Nigeria rocking the album, you know what I'm saying? Like it, you could see that type of data. I don't know who it was. And then you, you know, you put your album up, people hitting you up saying they posted. I mean, they uh they bought it. And I mean, it's one thing to stream it because, you know, everybody's time is important. You The 30 minutes my album is you could be using for your family. You could be using to listen to Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? But you're taking that time uh, to listen to me. And then like when you copping it, 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 it's huge. You, you know what I'm saying? Even though it's only like 
seven bucks, eight bucks or whatever. It's it's your seven or eight bucks that you chose to spend on me. You know, saying when you could have just streamed it or not listened to it at all. So it's um it, it's gratifying, man. It's it, it's amazing, actually. Yeah, I could definitely identify with you on that, man, because we often compare ourselves to other people and what they're making, what they're doing, regardless of whether you're the, the most confident person or not, because you want people to see your art. But when you when you do look at that data and you see that, uh, you know, your music is streaming and how many, you know, several different countries or take us today. I was just looking at our data to see where our latest episode was on uh, our podcast. And, and I just kind of was looking through all the different analytics and I was like, OK, there's nine pages of different countries yeah. that our podcast is in. So, you know, if you do math, what is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. Eight, that's 72 countries. 72 countries that your podcast people are listening to your podcast and and that's 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 a dope thing man so definitely wanted to know how you felt about that man because those small wins mean a lot so let's tap into the the album uh 40 man um i noticed developing a good chemistry with track pros man they got about five joints on there man yeah, man. so uh, how did how did that relationship come about uh, track pros, track pros is a dope uh, duo from Philly. You know, I'm in touch with Abel a lot, who really, really was like my crutch getting back into this game and even like everything from like finding beats. Like I knew producers, but like to find like a vast majority. So every once in a while, hey, Abel, like, yo, who you using or whatever. And then, you know, I found track pros on B-Stars and they just fire, man. There's a couple of track pros joint that I recorded for the album that either I switched the beat or I didn't make that or didn't make the album, but their sound, their sound to me just fit 40. The sound felt like grown or the lane of music I was looking to making. It were dope, man. It they were, were dope. Um, definitely looking to tap back in with them at some point um for a later project for sure. So what was your end goal with, with 40? Like as far as just going into it, the overall sound. What what did you want? Um, I wanted it to be like how I'm feeling now, uh, how I've grown as a person as and an MC. Um, since the last time I really put out like a project, which was uh, I mean, I did a couple EPs, you know, I did the Raise the Bars, I did the Road to 40. But like all of this was leading to 40. You know what I'm saying? I've been working. I, I worked on 40 for six months, you know, in between doing certain things. So I, I just wanted to show growth. I wanted to show um, that it could be cool rapping at this age. You know, lyrically, I'm in the best shape that I've ever been in. Um, and I wanted to mix it up. I wanted to uh, and I, I don't go into albums planning certain types of songs, but um, I always like to put together a balanced project. And I, I don't realize how balanced it is until I get the feedback in each one of my songs. Is, you know, when you ask, like, what you feeling, what you feeling, every song gets named. Then I'm like, all right, I did the job right. You, you know, some people said the intro. Some people said. Well, a lot of people said beat go crazy. And I could talk to you about that in a sec. Yeah, we, we, we definitely going to do that. <laughs> um, some people said, Ooh, baby, like, you know, and everybody's top three had went to learn in it. That was the first song I recorded for this one to learn. Like that was going to be on one of the raise the bars, but I decided to hold on to it. Yeah. Cause it definitely fit 40, but yeah, yeah I want to double back into beat go crazy. This is, this is one of the joints where I, I told you right off the bat. Yeah. This is, this is the one man. Like this is the <laughs> one off the album, like, right. uh, hands down, no debate. And, and I knew it was the one. When I'm adding it to all playlists, like whoever I'm sharing, <laughs> like what you listening to right now, if somebody hit me with people hit me all the time, like they'll give me some new music. I'll hit them with a playlist. And that right. is on there as far as people they don't know, because I try to sneak that. stuff that they listen to and right. stuff that they not hip to. So you can kind of 
spoon feed them because if you give them all a bunch of people that they don't listen to, they they typically not gonna listen to that playlist, man. Right. But yo, take me into the making of that song and because that was a different bop from the rest of the album for sure. Oh yeah. So that I call that my Drake record, right? So I I heard I heard the beat. This is a beat I had since November. I knew I knew that I wanted to use the beat. I just couldn't figure it out. Like I didn't know if it was a lady song, which it could have gone in that direction too. I just really didn't know what to do with it. So like I wanted to put it on road to 40. I didn't really think it was a joint for me and Abel. So, I, you know, I didn't push that to the table as far as that went. And then like, you know, I, I start penning some different stuff in my head to it. And then finally it just hit me. It was a Saturday morning. Um, I was just kind of like cleaning up, cleaning up. And a beat came to me. I was just kind of like beat go crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I started and that's my process. A lot of times I don't even have the words to start with. I just know kind of beat go crazy stuck to me. And I'm just like, once I got the beat go crazy part, I'm good. Like I can find the words to fill in. That's not that's not an issue. And then I had to add the hook first, which is. I normally work the other way. I normally do the verses. You know, I'll fit the hook with what I said in the song. But then I was just like, I came out with the hook. And I was like, oh, we good. The verses, knock those out. And like, I won. We would, you know, it was done. So, and the song just, it, it felt good. It's not my, it's not my typical song, but it just, it, it just felt great. I'm glad I didn't just, you know, pen like a, a girl song to it just to do it. Um, and I'm glad I was patient. I mean, it's definitely the most streamed. The most streamed song, the one that, you know, everybody's, I should say most people are feeling in, you know, I'm talking about like my nephews, nieces, they're in their early 20s, like they, like they bumped that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what, that's the background of that. My mom told me she was, I was talking to my moms and she was just like, uh, she loved Grateful, obviously. Um, but then she was just like, there's the other song. It's a more upbeat song. Played it for us. She's like, yeah, it's the one. <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, because it's, it's, it's sometimes you got to have that different, that change of pace and that that balance in the album to where sometimes those songs are going to stick out like sore thumbs. But then if you kind of reverse it, then, you know, back to the balance part of it, you have to Please believe it with uh, Darren Fareed, if I'm pro- yeah. pronouncing his featuring Darren Fareed, if I'm pronouncing his name right. And that that provides balance. Like typically me, I'm I'm not a slow, slower song guy. There's times you need to do it. And when you do it, you got to do it well. And this is that, in my opinion, this is that pour a glass of something to. You know what I mean? This is that ride down the highway. You right. necessarily just you just making your runs, you making your errands, all this that. What if you smoke, smoke something too? Right. That's that's one of those those things, man. So how did you and Darren come to that? That's a dope hook, by the way. Shout out to yeah, him. He's a monster, as, man. As well. Um, he's in the group, or oh, I, I don't know if he's still working with this group. Um, called it's called the Well, the Well. So check check them out. He got like if you ever want some like '90s Joe vibes. He got it. So I've known him for, for a while through um, one of my other homies, but I, please believe it was a whole different track before. And one thing I'm going to get back to, like the, the songs like that. I never skate on the bars. I never like regardless of the type of track it is. I'm still I'm still going as if I was spitting on greatness or I was spitting on when to learn or whatever like that. I had to please believe it. It was a whole different hook. And it, the song was just OK to me. It, it probably wouldn't have made the album or would have been like, you know, just another song. I don't ever want to put just another song on the album. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing it. And then I'm just like, you know what? I like this. I need something more, more up tempo. So I found another beat, Track Pros. And I was like, if I could get Deron Freed on here. I, I saw he had posted. A, he always posts these clips. I'll send you to his page after this. But 
he posts these clips. I was just like, yo, if I could get Duran on here, this he gonna rock it. Like he's not, and and he's a writer, so I don't even have to be like, yo, can you? I can just give it to him. Like, yo, the concept is like, please believe it. Whatever, if you if you want to do it. And then I remember I first heard it, I was just like, yo, this is this this is it. So a lot of people gravitated to that one too. Yeah, because I listen to this album in different settings. And before I take have a take on an album, before I say anything about an album, regardless of whether I know you or not, I got to listen to it at the gym. Mm-hmm. got to listen to it while I'm working, just in the background. As background on the drive. Noise, and I got to listen to it on the drive. Once I do those three deep listens, then I got a good feel for it. And I can speak to it without necessarily having to force myself to listen as a preparation. And then when you prep for, you know, coming in to speak to you all, you guys or whatever, it, it just comes natural. But that one was one that stuck out to me because of the hook and because of the bars, you guys kind of mesh really well with that. And I was like, yeah, that's that's balance in a project. You know what I mean? Because right after that, the go crazy comes on. Yeah. It's just like you can tell those two apart easily and you want that. You know what I right. mean? You, you want to do that. You know what I mean? But I wanted to move on to the Win to Learn track that uh that you were able on. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got raised the bar from you guys the series, which you guys got two tapes, uh, two tapes. Look at me showing my age. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got two projects. I raised the bar one and two. You guys should go uh definitely check that out. Uh the bars are definitely elite on, on that. So check Appreciate those it. out. But but when I learn, man, you 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 are you on here just Giving, giving some game, man. Like, like yeah. Tell us about uh, the, the no losses. We the winner we learn. How did that, how did you come across that mantra? Well, it it, it goes back to the basic, like with the, the old line, like, you know, experience is the best teacher. If you don't learn from like losses, whether it's in sports or, or whatever the case is, you miss a free throw at the end of the game and cause your team to lose a game. Like you got to learn from that. Did you lose that game? Sure. But you got to learn by, by, not fall into the pressure or getting that elbow in the next time. Um, so that's just got to kind of be your approach. And once you start saying you took a loss, then then I think I just think that's a bad perspective on, on anything. Um, there's always a bounce back. There's always a way to get back back at it um, and then win and explain yourself. But, yeah, man, it's win or learn. Like I'm not I'm not taking a loss if I get a negative um, result on something I'm learning from it and I'm I'm taking it on I'm taking it back on next time and and, and I'm getting that dub next time through if not yeah. if I don't get it if I don't get it that time the time after that <laughs> sure <laughs> you know? yeah and you yeah, you always got to take it as as a as a lesson man because some sometimes it, it's par for the course man some you're not gonna get you're not gonna do everything perfectly right in, in life and sometimes you just gotta sit back and analyze like not blame other people Yep. Look at yourself. What what role did you play in that situation? Whatever it may be, you know, did you you didn't get that job because you didn't have a degree or you didn't have a certification that you knew was a prerequisite to possibly being in that job. Like, right. so, you know, what I'm saying sometimes you got to look at yourself sometimes, man. And that's yeah. kind of what I took from that song, man. So definitely some good game. But what I want to know. When, when any thoughts of a, a full length album from you too man i know y'all got two eps like are you guys talking about that um we're working on it man actually we gonna i mean i can tell you this now we discussed it um we're closing the trilogy out on on christmas eve um so that'll be raise the bar three the final act um we dropping that on 12 24 um i'm actually 
recording recording the intro this weekend. So um we're gonna, get, we're gonna get it rolling. Ho- hopefully we get anywhere between um you know eight to ten tracks. It's so it, it's it's crazy now that I've been doing these solo albums, like it, it's crazy to only have to do a verse and a hook. You know so what I'm easy. It's too like, easy. It's like yo, you, like you know, a layup. I wrote the intro the other day, I wrote it in like 20 minutes. I was like, yeah, that's all I gotta do. And then Abel, you throw it to him. As soon as he got a second, he, yeah. you know, he he's like, yo, man. send me the beat. Yeah, he, you know, uh, he's shooting the email over in half an hour. <laughs> that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I, I know a lot of people that that are fans of you guys and what you guys are doing are, are gonna love, love you guys getting back together to do that, man. So so that's definitely a dope, uh, dope track on there. But uh the last one I want to talk to because you guys, some of the tracks we're talking about, but the rest of it, you're going to have to listen for yourself and come up with your own favorite ones. <laughs> I'm just talking about the ones I like right. a lot uh, on the album, man. So, so grateful, man. Uh, we're featuring King James, our man, King James, man. You guys. Yeah, that's the homie, man. You you guys went in on them. It, it made me proud, man. It made me proud. <laughs> so, man. So, uh, you know, some of the things you were saying, but man, as, as a father myself, father of four, Sometimes the first words you you speak on an album or the first words you speak on a song mean a lot. And mm-hmm. it speaks to you as who you are as a man. So one of the, the first words you said to my kids, I'm a hero. I don't need more than that. What is what is the significance of that bar to you? You know, you think you think about what what you valued before you had kids, right? Yeah. It could have been anything. It could have been a whip. It could have been a chain. It could have been a girl you wanted to bag that you just had to have or whatever the case is. But like. It, it, it's just that ties right into 40. Like it, it, the way my kids look at me or the way my kids, you know, just wrestling with them on the floor or chasing them in the house or or whatever. You know what I'm saying? As long as they feel like I'm great and I'm doing my job, like a lot of other stuff that people worry about are for, for me anyways, it's just insignificant. That's it. So that's a line. I mean, it's a it's a simple line. It's a true line. And I think if you you're a dad and a good dad, like you felt that one, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like. All the extra stuff is like a cherry on top. You know what I'm saying? As long as your fam good and as long as your kids love you and doing and, and, and you a hero in their eyes, like the rest of it just falls in place. It don't really matter to me. True, true, man, because it's uh, often at, at days at long days at work or uh, if you fall on hard times or whatever you go through in your marriage and, and as a father and the head of the household, you know, as a man in that house, you know what I mean? Sometimes all you need to get that pet back in your step for you to stop feeling down on yourself or to know that things are just going to be right is right. for your kids to run to that door or when you walk through the door for them to yell your name. And that's a fact. That's all in that one line. It's a simple line. But like you said, if you're a father, you, you understand that if you're a present father, sorry, you yeah, understand a, pre- that. a present father. That's it. Yeah. A present father. You, you understand that line. So that's definitely a, uh, you know, a few of my my favorite tracks on there. But uh, I know you mentioned that December 24th, you have Raise the Bar, three, closing out the trilogy. But what else? Uh, do you have anything else? Yeah, next yeah, that's, yeah. That's I got, um, I'm, I'm, I'm drop. I'm dropping in um, some point in September. I got a date, but I got to make, I mean, the business behind it. Full length album, 10 joints. I should have an update out to everybody in two weeks. This one, this one special because I kind of like I did a lot of background work on this album. I did a I, I executive produced this like I, I literally like crafted all. The, I made all the beats without making them. OK, OK. Yeah, I so mean, it's one like, of those productions where, where you 
where you're slut. placing things where you want them to be placed. And right. Like take the drums out hands here on. and put it. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Whereas the other projects was just like, oh, this beat is dope. Let me let me rap on it. So this one's this one means a little bit more, I feel like. Well, I don't know, but I feel I feel really good about it. I did more than rapping on this. And I think I think that's the first time this is the first time I did more than rapping on a project. So you so you as far so uh, safe to say that the music as a whole it was more important to you on what you're coming with next. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like like Abel and I joke about this all the time. Like Abel just like give me a beat, I'll adjust to the beat. I'll I'll rap. I dig in the pockets. I'm more I'm more like hands on. Like nah. Like I listen to a beat and like if the hook is like too long, I won't even use the beat. Or if the hook is too short, or you know. It's like a 12 bar at the end instead of 16. I'll just pass on the beat. You know what I'm saying? Um, where Abel's just Abel's just a monster. Like you just give him something, he'll hear the beat and he'll he'll make it work. But yeah, um, yeah. this joint I was a lot more hands-on. But we'll um yeah, we'll definitely tap in, man. I got the announcement coming in a couple weeks. Um, uh, I'm dropping freestyles in between to uh, you know, just kind of keep my stuff out then just to keep my um keep my pen sharp and um but yeah, yeah, we back soon, man. Hey man, you gotta put keep your foot on the next man. Why yeah, you got for sure. Bug, keep keep it going this time around. That's what's up. So, uh, you guys, man, if you listen for the first time, go check out Forty. Go check out Road to Forty, uh, and, and just look numbs up, man. And you guys just tap in with them. Go purchase the music, stream the music, and, and let us know how you how you feeling about the project as well. But I, why well, I got you here, man? I want to keep you for a hard hard pivot, man. Just had the NBA draft last night. Right. All, you know, all these young guys came into the league, get it, got it. But the b- big news of the night was Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. How, how do you how do you feel about that trade and, and what it's going to do with? Because are you a Nets fan from back in no. the day or, or, no, or are you a I'm, Knicks fan? I, I call myself, a, I'm a Kobe Bryant Lakers fan. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so so once once Kobe left, I still like like the Lakers, but it's not like the same. But I still I'm okay with the Lakers when I don't like hate on them or anything or anything like that. So all right, so with the trade, and I still follow the Lakers. I still you know get all the updates on ESPN, everything. I'm still like you know tapped in that way. All right, so I I think it I think it's a um I think it's a really bad trade. Um. And for a lot of reasons, like what's the Westbrook's a great, a great player, but we like we know who he is, right? Um, I think I, I think the Lakers should have gotten Buddy Hill um, for a couple of reasons because obviously he stretches the floor a lot better than Russell will. Um, he's about fifteen million dollars cheaper, and you don't and you didn't have to give up KCP because they just wanted Trez, they wanted Kuz, and they wanted the first round pick for help, whereas you had to add you know him for that. Then I go through looking at the stats like the Lakers were already in the bottom 10 for shooting last year. Kuz made the Kuz made the most threes. KCP made the second most threes. The only other person that's going to return to rosters that made over 100 threes is LeBron. And LeBron can shoot, but he's not a shooter. Right. So, so I, I think I think the Lakers are going to be great in a regular season. It, it, if you watch basketball enough, you understand basketball. The regular season is a totally different game. But like I, I don't see how you play in the half court with with Russell Westbrook in the playoffs. I just can't see it. And I don't know how they value 
it's clear Lakers don't value the uh, regular season based right. on this year. Uh, because not, not only with the injuries, it was just how they approached it from even when Anthony Davis wasn't as hurt or LeBron. Right. It, it would be nights off and this low management thing. So, but that gave a team like Phoenix confidence. That gave a team like Denver confidence and, and several others that if, I don't think Phoenix was the only team that would have beat them in the first round. Mm. Me personally. You when, know what I mean? If they When AD up, got hurt, you mean? Right, when AD got hurt, when AD oh, okay. got hurt at, at that point, you know, with all that, with all that. So with with Russ, it just depends, man. Can two of those guys get through 60 games? You know what I'm saying? Because they they may win just off sheer. We can play better than most of these teams. You know what I mean? But can two of those guys get 60 games? Can you really count on AD? I was even entertaining. AD might need to peace out, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I was even uh, entertaining that. He, he he's got the most value, you know, as far as like being being young still. And I just I I'm just thinking about getting a bucket late in the game, right? Like you collapse the defense, Bron has the ball. Where does he throw the ball? Who does he throw the ball to? They will literally let Russ shoot. Let at this at the yeah, the same. They was just showing it on ESPN today. The exact defense in the bubbles playoffs that they were playing on the Rockets. (laughs) Right. I was watching it too. And I'm just like, and will he make a couple? Sure. But like, if he shoots two for 10, then all right, you live with it. Right. But, you know, he's going to continue to shoot it. And that's that's the part where you have to be cautious with, you know what I mean? And, And I think that. You know, if anybody takes a back seat, of course, it may have to be Braun based on yeah. what you you brought him for that energy. You brought him to be you Russ. brought Russ to be the smart bro almost every night and to get you guys a 15 point lead or something manageable to where you guys just cushion and eventually pull away. That's what you got him for, because he's him and, and A.D. should be the the one and two as far as guys to go to. But. Is LeBron well, gonna be cool with that? Here's the other thing. I think I think people, and it's gonna depend on Clay's health, but I don't think people realize the pieces that that the Warriors have. Like, and they still ain't done. They haven't even done anything yet. Well, the two guys they drafted, the uh, Kaminga guy, at one point he was yeah. considered, you know, a top three player. So like that potential is still there. They drafted a guy Moody, who a couple of days ago they had him going like eighth, seventh yeah. in the draft. You still got Wiseman. And if you wanted to match some salaries, just to match the salaries, you could throw Wiggins in there and you can get somebody. That's not like, you know, I heard them talking about like Pascal Siakam. Do you know what he would do for them? Yes, yeah, I think they're, ma- they're making a trade. I think them and Knicks, it's a few others that drafted to be in position to make a trade. Toronto, right. they drafted. But Knicks got money. Yeah, but they drafted specifically. I'm just targeting those three teams. Mm-hmm. Because as I was watching, I said, like, oh, yeah, they, they drafting to be able to package right. something together to, to make a move and, and withstand whatever they're, they're going to give up in that move. They're not drafting for the future at, yeah. at all. You know what I mean? So I, for me, man, it, this doesn't really move the needle for me. I saw what Brooklyn could do, mm-hmm. and I, I, I like the killers that they got. Uh, outside of James Harden, I, I don't trust him, but I do trust Kyrie and KD. To get it done well, over a AD, a AD and Russ when it matters. Right. When, See, when the thing is, I, go ahead. I, I, I think you can trust Harden when he can be the number two or the three. 
I don't trust Harden as a number one. I think mm-hmm. like we've seen we uh, as much flack as Harden gets, he his game is pretty adaptable. He kind of got yeah. to the nets, took the and one. And he did what he needed to do. He went right, right back to six man of the uh, year. Exactly. So so I think if it all right, put it like this, if every team's healthy, I think Brooklyn wins it. Um, the stuff I seen them do in the, I guess the eight games or when it was two of them together, healthy, it was tough. As long as KD's one, as long as KD's one of the two. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the important part of right. this all. As long as KD there, because he literally had nothing left to give. Right. And you know, you can say what you want uh, to about that. You know what I mean? Because if it, the shoe was on the other foot for several other stars, they would have probably got the business, but. That's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is you're absolutely right. If KD is one of those those three guys that's on the floor, then it, it's going to be curtains to me still because I think they still got the shooting, the free right. throw shooting. And whoever else they bring in is just icing on the cake. Like, there's right. not another worry. You know what I mean? Like, those three are enough. Everybody else, fill in. Figure then, it out. And then truly with the, the way the NBA is anyway, it's like it's really no need to even talk about it. Like so many things happen between now when when the playoffs spark. Like we saw the injuries last year. Like Phoenix almost won this almost won a championship. Like if you look from a year ago, how's that even happen? You know what I'm saying? How were they even that close? Yeah, you're not looking at eight games straight in the bubble and you're right. like, okay, this is a team to watch next year. You're just looking at it as Maybe they'll make uh, the playoffs, you know, yeah, something like that. Basically, basically. You know, even, even when they added Chris Paul, because, you know, a couple of years ago, people considered Chris Paul to have the worst contract in the NBA. I, I was yeah. one of them. It was calling it an albatross contract yeah. and all these negative things about him, and, and he can't get it done, this, that, and the third. And then, right. lo and behold, all he does is make the teams that he's on extremely better than what they're, they're projected to be. Especially young You know guys. what I mean? especially playing with young guys. And, uh, you know, I hate I hate that that had to happen for them. But, you know, on the flip side with CP3, now that we on it, you know, there's always times to where you could have turned into what Giannis did. You know what I mean? Right. Not saying he could have been Giannis, but Giannis knew I had to perform. I had to put up 50. I had to go balls to the wall 48 minutes straight or right. as long as I'm on that court. And he did what he needed to do. You know what I mean? So I can't really fault that young man for attacking when I don't know if Giannis is going to get another chance to really be in a position to win if that big three is healthy. Right. I just don't see it in, in, in the nets. You know what I mean? And uh, you definitely have Philly, depending on what move they make, you know, with Ben Simmons, because I don't think Ben Simmons is going to be there mm. as well. So but. Yeah, man. So I, overall, man, uh, it was a, it was a good draft, man. Nothing too earth shattering outside of that. But I think the real moves are going to happen after this free agency period. That's yeah, when we're really going to see what the landscape is. Well, you'd be interested to see where, like, you know, guys like Kyle Lowry go. I mean, these are guys that if they go to like a team that's on a brink, like Kyle Lowry helped Dallas a whole lot. Yeah. Give, give Luca a break off the ball a little bit, a veteran. I mean, Kyle could still give you 17, 18 a game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they sat him out for most of most of the year just to be able to trade him. Right. And then um DeMar DeRozan. I mean, he still averaged 20 a game last year. He 
You don't miss in the mid range. Yeah, man. I've been I've been reading some crazy stuff about him and uh him and uh Kyle coming to the Knicks. So I'm I'm trying to act like I don't see that type of stuff. You know what I can I mean? see that because but we would be better, but also I would like I like the youth movement that would move gotcha. in. I'd rather be some other guys that we if we're gonna spend that money because those guys require twenty five to thirty million a year. Right. I mean, I guess if you can get them on a shorter deal where it's like a you know two, two years deal or something like that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll take Kyle over over the point guard situation you had last year. Oh, for sure. We didn't have a point <laughs> guard. We, there was hey, no situation. Hey, <laughs> And then even when you put Rose there, he's not a true point. He's a scoring guard. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, there, yeah, there, we, we didn't have a situation last year. So, I, I'll take what I can get, man. Just maybe not no an old cat, man. But uh, but moving on, man. So, August 3rd is almost here, man. I, I think the uh, the verses that we've all been been waiting for as far as guys that just are fans of both artists right. as far as rap. Uh, these guys, I won't say uh, to a lot of people I hear often when they when they talk about the locks and dipset is these these guys, their music raised me, whether they were in high school, whether they yeah, were in college so or whether they were a little bit older than them. As far as these guys, I'm talking about Cam, Jewels, Jim, uh, Sheet, Styles and Kiss, man. So yeah. I've been hearing a lot of back and forth about, you know, who people have and and, and it's all the nostalgia at what point they were in during that, that involvement, man. So what, what side of the fence do you fall on in terms of who do you have uh, winning, winning this versus? Uh, I mean, I'm locks easily, you know what I'm saying? But the way I look at the versus, I don't look at the versus as the actual event. Now I'll watch the event and enjoy it. I look at the versus in a sense, if I was to put my own 20 together, who would win? Because like, like you go to some like locks if if locks played we are the streets album and didn't play anything else in my opinion they would win but like they don't want to hear like they don't people who are out there don't want to hear some of the joints they don't want to hear recognize or out of verses they don't want to hear like i mean maybe they want to hear wild out um you, you know so like so in the vacuum um if we're going if we it versus like depends on what's being played right but i think um I think Jada's got enough. Um, and St- Styles, I mean, Styles is making the most consistent albums right now, I feel like. But if yeah, you go. And they sleep on Sheik, too. I mean, Sheik got a few joints off his solo. The only one solo album that I really did rock with, Sheik, he got a few joints. Uh, Mighty D Block, everywhere right. we go. That's yeah, going to yeah, go yeah. off. That's going to go off on the oh, card. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, that, for if sure. they play that in New York, you know what I mean? Uh, and then you have a lot of. A lot of joints, man. Like they, they from the '90s with it, man. And I get it. Cam, Cam came out in the '90s with Confessions of Fire, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure how how dope Horse and Carriage is gonna go off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if that's even gonna be a consideration when you got right. 20 joints to play. Well, I think you know if you, I think if you, if I mean, you got to play balling, right? I mean, that was I, I remember being in clubs in New York, like throwing throwing a shot up. You know what I'm saying? So. Now, Jim is not the best rapper ever, but I think Jim has a great he he has a great feel for beats. He has a great feel for for song making and stuff like that. But like, yeah, Cam got stuff, too. But long story short, I'm going locks, man, all day. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just I, I'm me and my man. We He was like, uh, I'll make a locks playlist and I'm going to make a, uh, a dipset playlist because I don't want to be biased. 
You know what I mean? But I, I'm going locks just based on my personal preference. Yep. However, them dipset boys ain't nothing to play with, man. Like I, I remember. Nah, they got stuff. I remember loving loving their stuff, but I'm not sure if they're gonna be able to do a lot of that that mixtape stuff that nobody is really hip to, except for huge dipset yeah. fans, nerded right. nerded out dipset fans. You know what I mean? So they they're gonna have to go off actual retail stuff for the most part. And I I don't know, man. I just don't know, man. But it's, it's going to be a fun one, man. A fun one to watch. Yeah, I like the um back and forth. And you can tell it's all love, too. That's what I like about it. Oh, Styles, yeah, absolutely. Styles absolutely. and um, Jim Jones having a good time with it. Uh, Kiss was saying something earlier today. But um, they're all, you know, they all cool, which is which is dope. Ain't no real tension going on. But um, it, it'll be fun, man. I haven't, I haven't watched the verses in full since Jaden and Fab. So... I haven't really been locked in like that on the other ones. Like, I'll, you know, I'll chime in here and there, but like, I haven't been able to sit. But I may watch this one like a concert for real, for real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to act on there, man. But like, I, I'm definitely going to enjoy this one. And like you, man, uh, I catch the verses when I catch them. I'm not, I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. watching them as they air uh, live normally, especially the R&B ones and the, the Bobby Brown. I just know the Bobby Brown and Q Sweat ones. I mean, I'm watching for the memes and stuff just like everybody else. But for right. the most part, I, um, I'll catch it if everybody says it's worth watching after the fact. But but this this is definitely one of those ones that they got right. And then uh, the one that they possibly have with Nori and Beanie Siegel, that'll be my next one that I actually am tapped in on because I'm Team Siegel on that one. I love Nori, but... <laughs> I, that's not even a good matchup if you ask me because and they both have like songs but like i think they're just different caliber of rappers in my opinion um way different way different way different like, like so like and nori might win that but like beans i don't know if beans can play nothing like it there that's what i want to hear you know what I'm saying i want to hear die yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying um, Nori got more more of the hits, but um, I got to catch. Uh, Siegel was just on Drink Chat, so I got to catch that joint. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for the video to come out on that. I think the uh, the audio's out right now, but I'm oh, right. no, I, no, I need the video. video. I need the video. I need the video because they was they was talking crazy in the in the promo clip. So yeah, I was feeling that man. So, but yeah, man, uh, I don't know. I want to get you out of here, man. So before we leave, man, last last uh last question, man. Top five Jersey lyricists. Top five Jersey lyricists. All right. Uh, I got Joe Button number one, man. I got Joe oh, Button. Shit. Joe, yeah. okay. I, I got Joe. I was a huge college, especially. Um, Joe used to actually come up to um to our school a lot. He was cool with a um a girl I was cool with. So I got a chance to like this is this is like right, right around the time of pump it up, like right when he was getting hot. But um, you know, um antics aside all the other stuff aside we just talking about the music like joe's joe's been one of my favorite rappers like especially like the mood music and and all that so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go joe one i'm gonna go i'm gonna go red i'm gonna go red man one b um <laughs> i'm gonna it's a toss up like if you ask me later i might say red man red man second um trying to think who else we got here we got stretch uh, um, uh Church, Queen Latifah. Church, uh, Queen Latifah's in the mix. Um, Rod Digger from Jersey, too, right? Rod, Rod Digger is probably number three for me. 
Uh, I dig it. That Dirty Harriet um, still one of the um, dopest projects I feel like came out of Jersey. Um, uh, give me Lauren Hill too, man. Um, we got to throw, throw L Boogie in there. Um, if you ask me later, if I get a little bit more time, to, uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody. I'm trying to think who, who. Man. Oh, oh, let me reshuffle my list. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got we got um, Joe. I mean, now Ran is Ran is like climbing the ladder right now. Give me um Joe. Let me get Redman. Let me get uh Ran. You, you got Ran for give me uh Rod Digger and give me um Lauren Hill. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I'm gonna give you, yeah. I'm gonna give you that list. I'm gonna give you that list. Y'all, y'all don't kill him for it, man. If you forgot somebody <laughs> or something like that. But yo, Nuns, man, I appreciate you you coming on, man, and uh taking the time to discuss the yeah, album, man. man. It, it's a very good body of work, man. And I only Thank you. see you, you know, reaching, you know, more heights where as you get more on your bag and, and more on your your production and, and you're taking it, you've always taken it seriously, but right. you're just getting better with it as as time comes. So Appreciate I'm enjoying it. you guys evolving and, and, and doing your thing, man. So, but close us out. Let people know where they can find you, uh, your podcast, and, and anything that you have coming up. All right. So, um, I got the podcast, the Great Minds Podcast. We're on Twitter at the Great Minds P1, Instagram at the Great Minds Podcast. I'm on um, on the music side. I'm on Twitter at Numbs16. That's N U M B Z, the number sixteen on ig at numbs music um you know all the links are in my bio and things like that um on itunes in case you want to uh, support that way also on for android users i'm on um, amazon music uh, you can type in numbs and then the number 40 um the album's available there and um you know all the streaming sites you know if you want to dig in back to the raise the bars and rule the 40 and 40 and um got some new stuff on the way uh uh, new single dropping in a couple weeks. Uh, we about to get the whole whole thing rolling soon, man. So I'm excited. Um, it's hard to hold on to this stuff, but you know I'm letting it cook. Letting it cook. Be patient and um, throwing a couple freestyles out. Um, probably drop one pretty soon. So um, appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate you, Cash. Always. Hey, hey, no doubt, no doubt, man. So once again, this is episode 119. I'm Cash, aka Exec P, one half of the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Shout out to my man Prez. He is on vacation, and once again, you know what I mean? But but he definitely much needed, hasn't seen some family in 10, 20 years, man. So he nope. got the week off and, and uh, definitely always support my brother whenever he needs that, that time off to, to reconnect with family, which is the most important thing. So, yes, hey, shout out to y'all. You guys all out there listening. Be easy, man. This episode 119. We out. All right. Peace, y'all. All right. Peace, man.